As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back. To another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, we are with our friends over at Eddie's Liquor, and there's a lot of things to discuss, so let's dive right in. We are sitting with our friend, again, Tony mm-hmm. Young, Three Chord Bourbon. Uh, so you want to tell everybody what we're, what we're doing, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. We've been, uh, we've been busy since we last spoke with you guys. Uh, our company, uh, we're now in 17 states. Uh, we've also brought some new SKUs to market, I think, last time. You saw the rye, the blended, and the 12 bar. Mm-hmm. And we said that we'd have some new SKUs coming down the road. Yeah. Uh, what we brought with us today is our, our signature. This is our Halo brand. This is our whiskey drummer. Uh, this is unfiltered, uncut, uh, individually numbered bottle. Uh, this is bottle number four of batch one. Wow. So you guys will be drinking this with me today. Yes. Uh, we had to... <laughs> Unfortunately for you guys, bottle four was the best I could do. So, uh, you know, we had to give Neil bottle bottle one, number two at the office, and number three went to my house. So, absolutely, no um, of course, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, the, the I'll tell you, we're really excited. We're moving right along, and one of the things that you know, as rectifiers, that we discussed, I think last time was the ability to to bring different bourbons together in harmony. You know, and. Uh, strange collaboration, which I'm sure we'll we'll get together on soon. I wanted to have them both for today, but unfortunately, it just didn't happen. Uh, is a Kentucky straight finished in Pinot Noir barrels, uh, which is a really cool backstory. Uh, the name of the product is Strange Collaboration, and uh, Neil Giraldo, a really good friend, is is Brian Strange, who owns Strange Family Vineyards in Santa Rita Hills, California, which is a small family-owned winery, and their kids used to date, um, and. Johnny Strange, who was a uh, thrill seeker, you know, base <laughs> jumper, you know, it goes guys that jump off cliffs. That scares the hell out of me. Yeah, well, unfortunately, God rest his soul, uh, he died in an accident when he was 23 or 24 years oh, old. Geez. There's a great website for the kid. He's out on, uh, they're doing all kinds of fundraising and skate parks and stuff to, in his memory, and they're really nice people. The family's great. Um, so Neil wanted to develop something with him. And, you know, so we came up with Strange Collaboration, which is Kentucky Straight finished in Pinot Noir barrels. 
and a pros couple bucks of every bottle is going back to support the Johnny Strange Memorial funds that build these parks for kids in California. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know the company. What I, I said, you know, we're we're about giving back to the community, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we have to uh, include our community in everything we do. You know, we help out the communities that where we're, where we can, uh, whether you're in New York, California, Kentucky, Tennessee, wherever we are, mm-hmm. uh, in our 17 states. So. Uh, it's a real exciting time for us, and we're starting to get a little recognition. Our 12-bar reserve, uh, batch 7, which this bottle happens to be, uh, was uh, 94 points in the Whiskey Advocate. So, wow. Yeah, three-quart 12-bar reserve is up for Whiskey of the Year. Congratulations uh, yeah, on that. Yeah, thank you. Huge. We're real excited. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Ari's been doing a great job for us at the distillery and bringing everything together. And, you know, his background in, in, in blending in France and Elevage with the wood and everything is really – we're – we're buying some really cool barrels right now. There's a lot more to come. And uh, before I walked in, I walked away from that phone call. It was actually a brewer that we're going to be doing a collaboration with with a brewer down in Kentucky. So it's wow. real exciting. Our people down in Kentucky hooked up with a brewery, and they're going to start finishing uh, our, our bourbon off in their, in, their, in their stout barrels. Wow. You know, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, taste. and they're going to take those barrels and do a stout in those barrels. So Ooh. they'll actually have two. They'll have a bourbon finished uh, in a stout barrel, and then we'll have a, a, a stout finished in a bourbon barrel. That's incredible. Yeah, because yeah, it'll blend both clientele, mm-hmm. the bourbon and the beer drinkers. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and it's we're working with all kinds of distillers right now on the collaboration front. And, you know, you're starting to see things. I don't know if you guys stayed on top of the tabloids, but uh, Constellation bought uh, Copper and Kings yesterday. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and... You know, they do a lot of collaborations. They're brandy producers in Kentucky. Great property. If you ever get a chance to go down there, you should go see them. They're great people, super nice. Uh, but what they're doing is is you're starting to see some of these things. People are looking for things that are a little different. Um, you know, single distilleries are great, and, you know, traditional methods are fantastic. But, you know, we're evolving. It's the 21st century. What new can we bring to the market and have people get excited about? Mm-hmm. People are getting really excited about blends and barrel finishes and, you know, if you think back to this craft boom and things that other brands did and people went crazy for them, you know, that's only magnifying, you know, sure. more and more and more. So that's um, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Um, are we going to have a cocktail or uh, just a little sipper while we're sitting here? Sure. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is the Whiskey Drummer. This is a Kentucky 15-year-old. Uh, this sits a little higher in the Rick House. So as we know, uh, the, the water evaporates at a little little lower temperature. Um, it'll age differently it'll, from if it's, it's lower. Yeah, it's age, okay. aging differently than if it's on the ground. So um, we're real excited about this. Uh, it heats up real nice, and it gives us a little bit more of a uh, kick. That's so, incredible. Yeah, so it's 117.9 proof. Ooh, yeah, it'll give it a little uh, kick. Yep. And, you know, we're going to be – this is very limited, So, but we're going to be retailing for about 189.99 throughout western New York. Sure. Um, and uh, throughout the country, uh, we're trying to keep our prices consistent. But we have limited allocations uh, for all of our states for batch one. So whether you're in New York or you're in Connecticut or you're in uh, South Carolina, you can pick up a bottle. Mm-hmm. So looking at this being a higher price point bourbon, one thing that we like to look at is the label to see if the label mm-hmm. does kind of coincide with that high price point and everything like that. So mm-hmm. this has a very different label than what you have for your other products. Yeah. Can yeah. you talk about that? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that we try to do at our company and i think i you know we're, we're our corporate headquarters is based here in buffalo mm-hmm. yep. we're trying to do as much as we can with, with buffalo people 
you know, our web design team is here. Our labeling company is here. Uh, you know, everything that we can do locally, we do. We have fulfillment companies here that are doing all of our work, and we're trying to keep as much revenue uh, in, pumping into the local communities as we can. Mm -hmm. uh, so we wanted to do uh, something. Uh, this is called Whiskey Drummer. Okay, this is our 15-year-old, uh, age 15 years, down in Kentucky. We purchased the barrels and brought them to our, our facility in Michigan. Uh, but the real cool thing about this is the picture of the label. I don't know if you guys can see it. I'll get a little closer to the camera. We'll there. get, yeah, just in case. You we'll guys could do some local close-ups yeah. or something. Yeah. But this is a local Buffalo artist named uh, Rick Christian. Uh, he's, uh, he's a whiskey aficionado himself, loves a, a good bourbon, a good scotch. And I've known him for a long time, and we asked him to put together some renditions for this. And I told him the whiskey drummer story, and this is what he came up with, which is pretty pretty cool. And I, you guys, I know you guys will show this, but uh, do you guys know the story of the whiskey no, drummer? No, no, okay. please tell. So back in, uh, let's do, let's have a, a cheers. I love story toast. time. Yeah, yeah the stories are great. Salud. Thank you. Salud. Salud. We can we can do some uh, sci more scientific conversation in a few minutes. Oh yeah. That doesn't taste like it's that high of a proof. No, that's dangerous. That's super smooth. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful product. Mm -hmm. You can, what I like about this too is you can tell that it's been aged 15 years. You have that very high oak yeah, or yeah. a ton of oak tasting to it. It's very oaky. We have a little bit higher corn count here. Not by much. Okay. Uh, just, a, just a couple point percentage points. And uh, you, a little less rye. So we've got 10% malted barley in here, which, you know, which is, which is, doesn't, it's not contributing to the flavor quite a lot. It's really the wood that you're you're getting here, um, and it's it's a lot of it is the uh, uh, is the corn sweetness. So that alcohol combined with it is really great. So, um, you guys coming over? <laughs> um, but uh, the whiskey drummer is a guy that uh, or is the reference for a guy that's a salesperson. So oh, okay. Back so in, you are a whiskey drummer. I guess I'm a whiskey drummer. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so in a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, post prohibition uh, salespeople went door to door. You know, the door to the fact sure. whether they're selling vacuum cleaners or bourbon or whatever. And uh, when prohibition ended in Louisville, Kentucky, a guy went running down the street with a drum, banging the drum, saying, "Come out, get in your bourbon. Come out and get your bourbon. It's prohibition's over." And people started calling liquor salesmen whiskey drummers because they, wow. the way that guy went down the street. Uh, back in the 1970s, somebody did something with whiskey drummer. I'm not familiar with I know they're, they're not in existence anymore, but we were actually able to trademark this, uh, this package. So we're real excited about that. And, you know, people love hearing, the, you know, why is this and how come that? Absolutely. And, you know, authenticity is so important in today's, for today's consumer and being able to talk about something. And that's three chords all about you know sure. enjoying your music and hanging out with friends responsibly and you know being able to talk about different things so that's so cool that, that's impressive that you were able to trademark that yeah yeah i was really shocked uh as well um there was a, a distiller back in the 70s haas or something like that i think that did something with a porcelain decanter oh, called okay. whiskey drummer yeah. very nice yeah i'm not really totally familiar with them but uh you know so we we wanted to uh put our our type halo type products mm -hmm. And something like this and as you can tell the, the bottle shape's just a little different you know maybe that most a little more post prohibition look with a shorter squattier bottle and uh and they do that a little higher uh higher bottle for today's mm -hmm. you know so we we honor the tradition but we also have some technology in there uh that we work with sure so, 
Absolutely. Um, yeah, but hey, listen, we have our hosts here with us, and we thank you guys for inviting us in. Yes. Hey, you're following the, the mask rules. That's important. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you want to grab a couple glasses? We'll get you guys some. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you want to help those guys out with it? Yeah. Yeah, so behind us are the owners of the Addie's Liquor Store that we are at. We worked with them to help get Tony here for us to talk with them. Uh, this is a huge opportunity for us, again, because of this awesome product that's releasing. So thank you guys both uh, from Addie's for helping us. And kidding? We love this brand. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is really cool. We're uh, pouring some samples for them, too, since this is so just talking about how widely available it is at this moment this is very very like uh, october, brand new yeah october 1st uh we're trying to we're, we'll be rolling out whiskey drummer the local distributor has orders in um you know it'll be a six pack per you know major liquor store sure. kind of thing and then some bottles for some you know some re restaurant tours that want to carry these kinds of products um but you know it's kind of a fun thing right now mm -hmm. these guys are all going out and trying to find the you know the bourbon seekers i don't know what everyone's sure. called treasure hunters yeah, bourbon, treasure you know hunters, exactly so uh we wanted to be a part of that and this is something that we put together for it i so, think it's extremely exciting i i'm, look, I'm looking to see the faces on these these guys haven't tried this before so I know. I'm, this is awesome. I'm a little curious yeah so when and just because this is considered a small batch, what is the logistics of calling something a small batch? Is there a certain number of barrels or anything that no, has well, to be? Well, you know, they're, they're, legally, they're, small batch means absolutely nothing in the United States. Mm -hmm. Okay, Perfect. single barrel does. <laughs> um, this is actually uh, a single barrel uh, that we have uh, product. Uh, this is batch number one, and in that batch was 1,000 in 80 bottles, I believe. Okay. So this is bottle four of 1,080. But small batch really has no connotation. Um, legally, there's some people in the vodka business that might say, well, 2,000 gallons is our small batch. At three quart, we say 300 gallons is a small batch wow. type thing. It's so, very limited. Well, you know what? It's important. Being, we don't have a lot of bourbon to choose from mm -hmm. uh, as a rectifier, and already needs to blend and make sure things are consistent. So as we blend together, for instance, our blended bourbon, which is a blend of Kentucky, Tennessee, and Indiana bourbons, it, one batch might be 80%, 10%, 10%, or 60%, 20%, 20%, or sure. whatever, because it has to be consistent. So what we did with, uh, with, with Whiskey Drummer was uh, take this 15-year-old um, amongst themselves, and we put... 13 barrels i think in a batch wow yeah because there's not a lot of gas there's the gallonage in there is very limited mm -hmm. right um you know i'd have to check with ari for the exact specifics but uh somewhere like that you know what i mean so uh some barrels come with 15 gallons some barrels had 20 gallons and you know some were a little different if you're in the middle of the warehouse versus the outside walls versus the top floor versus the bottom floor they were a little different and we asked that they go as high as they could go for us so that we could have the alcohol content that's you know? awesome so there's some great guys like you know we, we we've got to figure something out uh in buffalo we had eight 90 degree days in a row that's true have, we broke that record yeah i yeah. would have loved to have taken a barrel and set it outside for 90 days or 90 degree days mm -hmm. and feel that that water evaporation and really get that alcohol content to really kick up you know you'd sure. be you'd be in 125 you know 127 proof right and really take something like that so we might experiment with some stuff like that maybe we'll send it down to nevada there's some cool stuff going on down there oh yeah yeah <laughs> which it brings up a good point because 
I know a lot of our listeners don't necessarily understand. I mean, we still learn yeah. every day. All the logistics behind the specifics on what you guys say and do behind the scenes to make a product what it is. Mm-hmm. You're mentioning moving barrels, the humidity, the temperature, and everything else. People somewhat understand that a rickhouse is important or a barrel house is important, but they don't know why or how much evaporation actually occurs and the science behind that. Mm-hmm. So you mentioning that actually opens up an entire can of worms for our listeners. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We're always available for questions. You know, you can email us or, uh, you know, even hit our website. You know, we're happy to talk to people. And we actually have a uh, some science behind some of the things we do that we picked up from, you know, Tennessee University. You know, actually literally oh, doctorates and, nice. in, in, you know, 250-page publications about evaporation. And, you know, I, the, the industry as a whole has really taken a hard look. You know, everybody said, well, the flavor's been coming from the wood for years. Well, how much the flavor? What does the right. yeast mean? What does the environment mean? You know, um, opening the windows in the rickhouse to create air circulation at certain times of the year during the month changes, can change that flavor. Sure. There's, you know, I, there's competitors that we that we, we watch to say, what, what are they doing? They're experimenting with this. They're experimenting with that. We're taking a look. And it's kind of like an industry of best practices. Mm-hmm. You know, depend, what do you want to achieve? Sure. You know, we're trying to achieve balance, products that are well-balanced, you know. Right. And that sometimes uh, comes in the thing. We want to be an all-American product, so we're trying to buy bourbon from all over the country, you know, as it's re- regulated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, legally, of course. Uh, but but the point being is that there's different characteristics happening in different regions because of the climate uh, and, and uh, the environment and, and, and production practices and what people are doing and even wood. We, uh, we've had great success, I think, the last time I was on the show. Mm-hmm. I mentioned with you guys our hybrid barrels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, boy, wait, these things are great. Um, and they're, uh, they're actually in part in the Strange Collaboration Project. Uh, but the the French the alternating American and French staves, French staves have eight times the zavanilin that American oak staves do. It's just oh, a really? slightly different, uh, what do you call that, you know, gene of oak, right? Sure. So um, it's not as hard as Japanese oak, which is like 200 times as hard and has 200 times the zavanilin that American oak has. Mm-hmm. Um, I might not be saying that quite right or the multiplications but sure um if ari was sitting here he'd help you with that uh but you know the point being is that different oak strains do different things to the whiskey and that people are really starting to pay attention to that that's sensational yeah so let's think wow he doesn't like a lot of things no i'm just an angry person but this is really good thank you so what's the proof on this the 117.9 on this one what did i say 110? Yeah. Yeah, so it's almost 118. So I added just a splash of water. It was, it mellowed it out. I did another another splash, which I usually never do. It, wow, it opened up. I was caramel and vanilla. It's, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because you know me for years. Dead Thank you. This yeah. is delicious. I appreciate cheers, it. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers, so, guys. I really do feel like this is like, I thought your 12-bar reserve was fantastic and you couldn't get better than that. This is like that on steroids. Yeah. Like this is amplifying all the good characteristics mm-hmm. in that 12-bar 12 12 reserve and promoting it to a new level. Now, in regards to the mash bill, which mash bill is this most similar to? Is it the 12-bar or is it just kind of unique in its own right? No, it's well, it's a little unique in its own right. It's like uh, 78 and a half. You know, we have, we have some decimal points in there. Naturally, because uh, yeah. you guys are extremely scientific. <laughs> yeah, science is where I mean it's where it's going, right? Yeah. So, uh, I believe it's seventy-eight nine and 
9.5 or whatever, and then 12.5. Sure. Made, there's two, obviously, it's only two of them have. You know, 78.5, 12, and 9.5 or something like that. Okay. So from our conversation earlier uh, in our first interview, I, I believe the 12 bar was Neil's favorite, right, at the time? Yeah. So yeah. whose tasting profile was this one based <laughs> off of? Neil. Yours? You know, Neil, Neil, okay. Neil's with us all the day. <laughs> Mike, come on now. <laughs> Um, you know, as we as we always do, we have a panel. You know, mm-hmm. there's never just one palette because I might like something different than he likes than mm-hmm. what he likes. And uh, you know, I'm a little older than Ari. Neil's just a couple months older than I am. I don't want him to hear this. You know, um, but it's interesting. Our panel has various ages, backgrounds. You know, and, and something different for each person. And as we get the input. Uh, you know, we've had we've sent this out to actually a couple of the bourbon groups around the country uh, that pre-ordered, mm-hmm. and uh, we got some tasting notes from them, and we had a little powwow with them just to try and figure out what they thought as well, because we we didn't want to just roll something out just for the sake of sure. doing it. It's got to be a good product, you know. And sure, we have five people sitting here, and you know, it's okay to say, hey, it's not for me. I what I tell you before. What I say? Did I tell you twelve bar really kind of isn't yeah. for me? Mm-hmm. I I prefer the rye is my favorite SKU sure. to this point. So no, to to answer your question, Neil's favorite is now is is whiskey drummer, sure. uh, and he was very instrumental in, in, in tasting that product. You know, uh, since we had the invention of Zoom, uh, well, I don't know if it's the invention of Zoom, but I got to <laughs> tell you, um, you know, we have Zoom calls all the time. Strange collaboration. We tasted with Neil and, and Brian Strange oh, to cool. go through it all. Yeah, yeah. So it's a team effort, you know. Everybody Absolutely. gets a gets some input, and uh, it uh, it comes out nice, yeah. you know. So, so I know that we heard the tasting notes over there. Uh, do you want to elaborate a little bit on what you're tasting with this? Because this yeah. is going to be a little bit hard to get your hands on for anybody. <laughs> so just for them to experience. Yeah, there, what we're there, doing. there's it's all wood. Yeah. You know, there's there's a great some great caramel. Uh, I get a, a ton of vanilla. Uh, there's there's a little bit of char in this, mm-hmm. not not quite a lot. The wood's really powerful here, uh, but you know, I the hug. Remember we talked about the hug. Yep. Yes. Where's our hug though? Our hug is still right, real high. Oh, you yeah. don't want the hug to be down here. No, not right? at all. You know, we talk about that yeah. still every episode about the hugs. Yeah. And, I mean, that's credit to you to telling us about that and for us yeah. to putting it into words because we still use that to this day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, that's not something that's appealing to me as a consumer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, I, we think about the consumer and what the consumer is going to want to try. Um, and as I stated before, all of our products are different and different proofs mm-hmm. with different flavor profiles, you know. So this consumer may not be this consumer or this consumer may not be that consumer sure. or this consumer, you know. But there's something for everyone in our portfolio, which is something we're trying to do, mm-hmm. you know. And Absolutely. It's, it's kind of what being in the band is all about, you Absolutely. know. You take yeah. a little bit of each guy and you put them together and find something for everybody. So. That's awesome. There's, I love this. There's some baking spice as well that you pick up, but it's more towards the ending note than the mm-hmm. initial taste. The initial taste is just extremely smooth, and then I'm picking up the caramel and the vanilla up yeah. front. Yeah. It's nice. This is a very good, like, sipper bourbon that you don't want to end. Yeah. And that's dangerous because this is, I mean, it is expensive, but worth it. Yeah. I mean, I think that you underpriced this. Well, you know, there's a lot of products in the marketplace and uh, that are, you know, two fifty, three hundred dollars mm-hmm. that are, you know, in this category. You know what else picked? You know, you know who picked this up too was Neil. He okay. says there's something in there. We kept going back and forth with like a chocolate, you know, some sort of mocha type character. Like whether we don't want to say it was a coffee or yeah. necessarily a chocolate. Do you guys remember Nestle Quick? Yes. Oh yeah. Think about Nestle Quick. I'm too young for 
Yeah, yeah you probably don't know. <laughs> and think about Nestle Quick and then take a sip of the burn. You, you can pick up that mm-hmm. that underlying tone here uh, right behind your baking spice in, in your woods, but you can pick up a little Nestle's Quick in there. Yeah. And it's just a faint cocoa character that's very specific, you know, and, and it's like, wow, this is really cool. You put that, that in the ending note, right? It's in, it's in, the, it's in the tasting right notes, yeah. 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 Right yeah, and we were sitting on the Zoom meeting, and there was four of us, and you know, he's like, "I can't pinpoint it." I'm sorry, well, Ari. What, what, there's something there. He's right. You know, we kept going, we kept kicking chocolate, but it wasn't real defined. You know, there wasn't a real yeah. pronounced. It's, it's a powder. Yeah, it's more of a powder, powder character than yeah. it is just mm-hmm. straight chocolate that you would get. Mm-hmm. This is delicious. It is. I like it. Thank you very much for letting yeah. us. Yeah, thank actually you. Let's, come let's and try take this. a look and see how long this finish lasts. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Because it's it's the finish really hangs with you, and I, even in the fifteen twenty minutes we were talking about whiskey drummer, there's an evolution in the glass, mm-hmm. you know, which I think you get from a lot of our products. What it tastes like right now is not going to be what it tastes like in twenty minutes sure. and twenty minutes later, uh, you know, and that's really this this is a special. It's uncut, unfiltered, um, you know. It's uh, so you essentially just take it from the barrel. Well, we blend the barrels together okay. of the same product. So it's a small batch. It, I, it doesn't qualify. It's, we're not a single barrel. Mm-hmm. But what we are is a blend of, I think there was 12 or 13 barrels dumped into this batch. But that's what blenders are. We got to stick to blending, mm-hmm. right? You know, because that's who we are. Um, and, you know, when you think of three chord and the evolution of music and everything from the blues to today's hits, you know, it's all about having a team and a collaboration and, you know, everybody pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And our products are kind of who we are. Sure. You know, and that's why we like to support our local people and, you know, uh, be involved with all of you people and making sure we're we're having fun together and having conversations, sipping great bourbon and right. and hanging out, you know. But this this product itself is great you yeah. know and if you know we will do single barrels of this but for the most part we actually had a club that bought sight unseen sight untasted i should say um 250 bottles of whiskey drummer finished in honey barrels Ooh! so we were working with a bee farmer um fern farms down in, te- in memphis tennessee uh gray fella his name's huff and he's he's a dynamic guy love him to death you know, he's, I care, he's got a million bees or whatever. And, you know, but what we did was he wanted to do a bourbon finished honey. So it's, yeah, we'll send you a few barrels. We're like, well, what if those barrels were brought back with just, a, you know, we'll do a little experiment. And because we are scientific, he was able to measure a 53 gallon barrel. Uh, it had X amount of evaporation and then it'll crystallize the sugar mm-hmm. in the barrel. So he only took out 52 gallons and 51.5 gallons. And, so inside the barrel, he was able to measure that the wood absorbed X amount of honey into the staves. That's insane. We then brought those barrels back to the distillery. If you go out to our Instagram, like you can see people in the distillery rolling around the barrels to get the honey to interact in the whiskey. Um, and I'm here to tell you in four weeks we had some nice flavor. We're going to let it keep going. But, sure. You know, you can pick it up. But this club's uh, pulling the trigger after another month, and they, they want this bottled up, you know sent down to them after it's sitting in honey barrels 
And Neil, Neil was like, oh, we can't do that. We can't, are you kidding me? You're going to ruin it. I'm like, right. I've already had it after four weeks. It is phenomenal. It's not ruined. I'll I go, it. it's really good. <laughs> so um, I've, I'm going to have to save him a bottle so he can try it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that great. goes back to everybody's individual tasting. I mean, mm-hmm. he might not like the honey taste to it. But, I mean, that would add a completely different layer to this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a whole other element. And that would keep that tasting note or that ending note going. I mean, mm-hmm. you you were just timing it. That lasted forever. I'm still, still doing it's it. Still, yeah, it's still in my mouth. This is oily, mm-hmm. but it's. I don't want to put water in it to see how it evolves I don't because either. I just want to keep chugging it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a little water probably add a little white pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, it opens it up a little bit, and we'll, you get a little more. Not that there's a lot of a lot of uh, rye in there, but you'll get a little bit more. A little bit more spice coming forward, or it might be a little softer white pepper mm-hmm. character. So, when does this full-on release to the world? Sometime October, first week of October. And the first delivery day is next month. Yeah. For us. Yep, yeah, October. One. It's like a Wednesday. So October very Wednesday. early October. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. early October, this is on the shelves. You can find it. Addie's Wine and Spirits. You can find it at Addie's Wine and Spirits. <laughs> I'm just a guest here, you guys. Hey, yep. listen, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thankful for everybody. Thank you for bringing me in and, yeah. you know, all you guys. Absolutely. Too. Thank so, you. So. I know that we talked uh, at the beginning about how you're in 17 states now. Mm-hmm. What states have you expanded to, and what states do you see this going to the most, I guess? Um, yeah. Well, you know, we love New York. Yep. You know, so New York's going to get what we can give them. That's right. Go uh, Bills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bills. Um, but uh, we just expanded to Kansas. Uh, South Carolina, uh, we just, um, Connecticut, you'll see this, uh, every state that's open, and we had allocated about 28 cases, give or take, to a few of the newer states. Uh, you know, we're not doing much in some of our states, so we're, we, you know, it was, uh, each state that got an allocation was around 28 cases. So when you say that you expanded into, say, South Carolina, does that mean you're available anywhere in south carolina or you're just at one location within that state no no we we go through distributors okay so that we've signed on with a distributor in south carolina and they'll start to proliferate the marketplace and go out to people like addy's liquor to to be able to um, perfect you know take okay. sell our product for us yeah. if you will okay so another thing with this is you continue drinking it with the proof being what it is at 117 you don't feel like it's overpowering no, I don't and think so. And I either. think that, and we've talked about this quite a bit, about what is your perfect proof and what do you feel like is the best or the highest number of proof that you're okay with. If you would have went higher than this into like the 125s, it wouldn't have had the same effect. No, I think you're right. And I typically, myself, do not care for products above 100 proof. Mm-hmm. Just, just my opinion. And yeah. the American consumer historically has been around the 80, 84 yeah. mark, correct? Yeah. Because I remember yeah. we were talking about that yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's ironic because if you go to Europe, it's 86. Right. You know, so European, you know, palates prefer things a little differently mm-hmm. than American palates. Uh, I like to call it Kool-Aid generation or Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid <laughs> country, I should say. With the big red guy to walk through the wall any minute. Um, but, you know, we always talk sweet or we always talk dry, but we're really sweet. We're, we're a Pepsi country, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola, yeah. whatever. Um, but for me, I like to taste the characteristics of the product. And if the alcohol is too overpowering which I think we have a nice balance here to pick up the flavors and the characteristics so that the alcohol isn't the most dominant uh, component that your palate's picking up, sure. um, that this is okay. Uh, I love this product. I think it's going to be a great product uh, for us in the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, I prefer a little bit more spice, so you know the, the rye is my mm-hmm. 
my go-to product for us. Um, but I like rice. You know, mm -hmm. if you could ask me to make a old-fashioned, I'm I'm putting a rye in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not making old, my old fashions with a with a bourbon. Sure. You know, uh, the, the the sugar components that go into an old fashioned kind of push that bourbon to the back. You know, of your palate, you can't pick up that character. I want to taste it. Yeah. Uh, so I think a rye makes a nicer a nicer old fashioned yeah. uh, than than a bourbon does. But I'm not putting anything in this. No. You know, but I, I'll tell you what, a Luisetti, I put a little water, and I, I might consider a couple drops of water. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I think that you could be okay with that. Uh, but I just think it's another thing that, that we really contributes to the collaboration of our products. And, um, you know, the, the, we're trying to use multiple woods in everything because most single casts, it's one character that you're picking up and where that barrel ages in the warehouse. Even the same producer puts a barrel here, a barrel in the middle of the warehouse, you know, top of warehouse up against the wall, middle, lower warehouse against mm -hmm. the wall. Those three barrels are vastly different. Sure. You know, so if you can find some that you can put together... And come up with something pretty pretty cool oh yeah i feel like this product is really just symbolizes your growth as a company mm -hmm. from the blended bourbon and then coming out with the rye then 12 bar to really set yourself into a different tier of clientele where you're like look this is our premier product and now you've released this which it kind of blends all the approaches you guys take between the community involvement with the label the story behind it and mm -hmm. then also the science behind everything that you guys do has really risen you to a different tier of we're not just going to put out garbage and there's a reason why we're priced at where we're priced and it's because of all the man hours that we've took before the product actually releases in october oh, because yeah. it's that has to get paid for too right like so it's not mm -hmm. just something that's 115 to 120 proof it's this is it. I mean, yeah. you guys are really taking a stand of saying we're going to put out quality products, yeah. and if you want to invest in us, it's because we're investing it right back into you. So, congrats. I mean, this yeah. is an incredible achievement. What do you guys think about doing your own uh, your own label? I would love it. Yeah, we'd love you know, it. Maybe a local artist or something. Yeah. Maybe a little competition to see uh, if we could do the the Buffalo Bur uh, Buffalo Happy Hour uh, bottling of three quart bourbon. That would be awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Is Let's that something it. three quart would? Yeah, absolutely. We would love to do that for you guys. That is you put it together, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk mm -hmm. off air. But uh, you you come up with something similar to this. We'll put it in the same package. Use your artist label, and it'll it'll be a, a, a barrel specifically for people who listen to Buffalo Happy Hour, and uh, we'll make it work. That's awesome. So if anyone listening right That's now something. wants to be a part of that, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow all of our Instagram pages, uh, because this is something that we're super excited for. So th thank you for that opportunity. That's yep. awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Cool. All right, Tony, anything else that you'd like hey, to add? I'm all set, guys. All I right. appreciate your time as always. Thanks for having me on board. Thank you so I much. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. This has been right, a record. Thank you. All right. Are Thank we you very the much. Still? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> fine. <laughs> We're across Salute, the second table. We're good. Salute. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.